Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com What's up? It is 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're going to be talking all about federal legalization, the possibilities, what's going to happen in 2021, maybe 2022. I don't know, but let's get into it. Hey, Miggy. Hey. hey what's up? It's Wednesday, and we're going to kick off the month in a way that we're going to start kicking off the month. Thank you for joining us at Cannabis Legalization News. Uh, every week, we go over the news of the week in cannabis legalization in the industry. And then after a, a month, we say, well, how much money do we earn on the channel last month? And then we give uh, half of that to commissary. Do we uh, actually earn stuff? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just yeah man. Like, uh, last month, we earned $254.54. I'm quitting my job. I'm out of here. Well, hang on. Hang on. We're going to give half of that away right now to uh, the good people over at Freedom Grow. And so nice. you can head over to freedomgrowforever.org. And then eventually that'll get us to here. Uh, what is this is this is the higher math. And I was told there would not be math. Uh, 254.4.54 divided by two. 127.27. 127.27. All right. Let's just put that in there. One, two, seven. OK, great. I can math. Uh, okay, well, you math. I'm not going to be showing everybody how I'm going to uh, put in my credit card information on on a, on a broadcast to cannabis legalization news. <laughs> well, you don't uh, trust your security system. I uh, I just don't think we should be doing um, you know live feeds of me using my credit card for. <laughs> giving money to commissary even it's even though it's a good thing you know uh and and that's and thank you so much for joining and for subscribing yeah. for throwing us money uh and for suffering through those ads you know some of our ads are kind of weird looking yeah i mean and it's not intentional right because youtube makes you do it or don't so we might as well just get something out of it for other people i mean might as well. yeah totally man so what's going on in the world bro well you know let's start talking about the news what's the lead-off story so Senator Press's Biden Treasury nominee on marijuana on House omits banking protections and COVID bill. Mother suckers. Oh, yeah. Hate they dove that because like they, they had it in earlier. This is the Safe Banking Act bill and the Safe Banking Act bill has been in again, out again on the um, uh, the Corona Relief Act. And right now it's out again. So Safe Banking Act seems like it's 
It's not going nowhere. One of these things have to come through, right? Because if St. Bacon happens, and that'll just give the stability for uh, the actual industry, or if like the Morac comes through. Well, the Morax like makes the Safe Banking Act look like the easiest step. Like Safe Banking Act would be like step one. More Act would be like step 100 because now you're talking about completely legalizing it versus, okay, you can have a bank account. Right. So either it's a difference between uh, South Dakota or North Dakota. (laughs) Perhaps. But yeah, that's uh, Senator Catherine Costez-Masto, pressed Biden's nominee for top Treasury Department role, uh, Aduade Amadeo, on revising banking rules for marijuana businesses. But at the same time, the House Democrats have let go of the uh, Corona Relief Bill. Uh, and so, yeah, it doesn't look like there's been really any movement on on the Corona Relief Bill or its inclusion of uh, uh, cannabis banking reform, which kind of stinks. Because like Schumer, Schumer's been saying stuff like, you know, why has Schumer been uh, running his mouth that they aren't actually going to come up and, and start doing anything? Well, I just think, well, it's the system, right? It's the powers. Uh, you know, everybody thought that the Democrats are going to be owning everything because – we are, you know, in majority or they are, but technically not right. When you have two pushbacks, Manchin and the other person all the time. So this uh, unity is not really there. So therefore policies, I don't think will streamline as fast as they should. And this is why we don't have nice things. This is why we don't have nice things. But then uh, the next story, uh, the Biden AG pick again, he has restated his uh, pledge to respect state marijuana laws. This is also coming out of marijuana moment. We're going to give him a shout out and join their Patreon later. Uh, We really, we uh, are so thankful for the people over at Marijuana Moment for uh, doing this journalism and also for curating all the uh, bills that are currently going on. That makes our job easier when we're creating content at Cannabis Industry Lawyer. They do uh, a lot of work, man. Tom Angel, I mean, I give them credit more than just being for a business, but the the, the information, the he's been doing the work. Not everybody else, all these other bloggers and whatnot. Yeah. Well, like we use uh, and so like today I we became a Patreon supporter of Marijuana Moment and I was using their uh, their tools. So you know before we go back to the news, we can always go back to the tools. Um, yeah, and so they actually have this tracking bill software, and we've signed up for that. Uh, and they have this really neat little uh, calendar, well, not calendar, map of all the states. And so I checked out Minnesota's uh, th- today. Uh, there's actually a bill watching or uh, working its way through Minnesota uh, for its complete legalization. I, I There it is. SF757 out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll get some more information for that. But uh, we wanted to just thank Marijuana Moment and became yeah. a Patreon supporter because the stuff they do is just freaking awesome as we were just reporting from uh where was the other story and oh yeah it's on the ag which i think is just as important right it's about like the 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 power who's in charge the person uh it's it's the representation is going to happen right is if if the policy doesn't come through if the morac or the banking act don't come through at least garland who says uh we reported last week that the biden's ag judge merrick garland said that feds shouldn't waste resources on marijuana enforcement in legal states and now that's a double down on that in writing that's right and so that's fantastic that he's not going to be uh, interfering with the cannabis laws in states where they have allowed it more and more states are allowing it you know new mexico voted this past week to uh well the house 
house. And so this spring, there might be a lot of, because you're seeing them get out of like the house and hopefully now this spring, they'll get into the uh, the Senate and maybe by, uh, you know, later spring, you're going to see a lot more states actually legalized. But, you know, it's already getting, it's it's to March already. We're in March. I mean, that's why we have these green backgrounds. Yeah. Spring is everywhere, right? Are you germinating? Uh, I am. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally germinating. Yeah. Uh, but then my question uh, to, to to the effect of the legal states, like how it's always been like the experiment, right? Like uh, legalization is an experiment, even though it's been a 20 some odd year experiment for just California. Um, you know, fuck, man. it's just when, when this happens, you know, we just had a guy on Sunday show who raised half a billion dollars. Right. You and I have been doing this with just a, a laptop and an internet connection. You know, it's just the craziest industry where if 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 this pat happens, you know, if there's just yeah. like legality and we can all be on the same page. Okay, so um, my point was trying to get to is the uh, how COVID and the pandemic. You know, we we made marijuana uh, an essential industry. I wonder if the legal states. What is the financial impact in those states? Right, like what is uh, Washington's the second crop. Mm-hmm. Imagine like now you have so much money out here just from you know the we recreation best one year and so like after five years of these types of funds hitting those uh, uh, more rundown school systems and er- and bad areas of the law with the way that we've reallocated our our tax dollars on this schools are going to get better in Illinois you know there's going to be areas that are going to see improvement in Illinois it's a uh, fascinating and excellent usage of the legislative policy to create change where it can do good roads uh, yeah unemployment benefits for other people but and then at the same time giving other people uh, a paycheck to pay their bills and and have a living wage now, not, and then there's the ancillaries, like the ancillary businesses are probably going to be at least as big, if not like twice the size of the actual cannabis industry in and of itself, you know, because it's it, there's a large amount of industries supporting the industry. And as, as we go forward, as this thing, uh, legalization becomes more uh, uh, accepted, I mean, as it's already been accepted by the AG, who once he's in charge, I think like like when the uh, the coal memo came out, everybody just kind of felt a little safer. People were investing more. Things get more fluid. Uh, you know, now even Biden's saying the uh, uh, past marijuana use won't automatically disqualify people in the White House staff. You know, this used to be an issue. Yeah, it is. And it's just kind of silly that, you know, past marijuana use won't automatically disqualify uh, Biden White House staff, which I interpret as don't smoke weed while you're on the job in the Joe Biden White House. And so if if that's true, that means that when you go to work, uh, all the weed that use that you would have had was in the past because you're not smoking weed at work. And, And so it'd be like, hey, no, no, no. I, uh, I shouldn't be penalized for my past marijuana use. You're going to smoke joints tonight, Tom. Look, yeah, yeah, I'm going to smoke joints tonight. Not while I'm at work. And so when I show up tomorrow, it again will be past marijuana use. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a great technical yeah. way about it. But yeah, I, I guess. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm going to be working for the Joe Biden White House. I'm pretty certain I'm, I haven't applied for any of their jobs, uh, which is one way to not get them. Yeah. Well, I think what two, three, three years ago, it was the CIA and the FBI said they have less hackers and tech people because a majority of us are cannabis consumers. Well, yeah, that's probably one of the not only uh, is Washington state reasonable when it comes to its income tax laws, uh, but also they have uh, a lot of coders there and they have legal weed. Go figure. 
Yeah, go figure the draw and the intelligence. But then again, sometimes even smart people are dumbasses. Yeah. Yes, I have met smart people that are exceedingly stupid. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if we can just, I, you know, the cannabis uh, activism, the industry, all that stuff, it kind of summarizes it, right? We have all these conspiracy theories because it's almost so true. It's possible it could be true, but then there's some shit that people just take it over the top, like the 5G shit and the rigged yeah. election shit. Come on, people. yeah, yeah, you know, it's definitely yes. But here's one of the nice ones about the Joe Biden story for their past marijuana use is not going to be held against them. Officials said a waiver would only be granted to those who have used marijuana on a limited basis and who are in positions that don't ultimately require security clearance. Clearance, and so like that limited basis every night. And <laughs> unfortunately, that means that you can't get a security clearance because if you use weed, you're not to be trusted. <laughs> You know, the thing about security clearances, though, this is so dumb. Uh, I mean, because, again, look who who had one of the last administrations. But uh, how it works, I had a friend whose dad was a retired SEAL and uh, went on to do that. He's like, look, you could have done anything like you could have murdered somebody. But Mm -hmm. as long as you're honest on this application and not showing you're hiding anything, uh, you know, you're not a threat. You're not a liability. And uh, the, the past use thing. Yeah, it's definitely something where they question you, but. Again, this is why the barrier we have to get through, the stigma, the the, the bullshit. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. The stigma and bullshit of the Joe Biden White House. Any individual granted that waiver, you know, to for the limited use that they had, mm-hmm. must in turn agree to cease all use of marijuana for the entirety of their government service and agree to random drug testing. Because okay. if there's one thing at the federal level that matters, it's uh, marijuana use. Uh, no. And drug no. testing, what does that prove? No. It proves that you can't see who and how a consumer is. Right. And not only that, those employees would also be required to work for remotely for an unspecified period of time following their last acknowledged use of marijuana. Uh, sorry, boss, can't come in today. Smoked weed last night. Weed. Like COVID. <laughs> I, got, I got a quarantine. <laughs> I got a quarantine. With I, I'm, gonna go, I'm just going to be listening to some jazz albums. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there clicking. That's right. Jimmy Smith, you are the man. Speaking of jazz, did you see, uh, I just saw uh, Billy Holiday versus the United States. Um, amazing, amazing uh, movie on Hulu that references Harry Anslinger's hard on to go after her. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. But like, this is an example of like the basis of the prohibition and what, what the bullshit we're in where we're at right now, right? Like, right. watch this Harry, movie and watch this. Yeah. Yeah, the Mussolini of our drug systems. I mean, it was just terrible. And just, I mean, that, that that's where it all started from. And then to this day, you can't use weed if you want to be in the Joe Biden White House. And if you do, you have to uh, work remotely for a, an indeterminate amount of time. But you're essential if you're a worker. Uh, yeah, so cannabis is legal in Washington, D.C. You cannot use it if you want to work in the Biden White House. And uh, that's that is kind of a shame. I mean, every day you probably like just got to get through this shit one more fucking day. Well, you know, they, they say that this policy, though, would effectively protect our national security. That's a lie. Yeah. Uh, modernizing policies that ensure that ta- talented and otherwise well-qualified applicants with limited marijuana use, basically smart, qualified people can use weed, uh, and that will not bar them from serving the American people. What 
the problem really sounds like here is the actual statute and not the weed. Right. So they want to get the high quality, talented, smart, you know, with skills people. Unfortunately, they all use weed. So they have to then stop using weed while they're serving their government, which is trying to protect them to the thing that made them, you know, high quality and performing. Yeah. The whole thing's a joke anyways. Yeah. It's a, it's a joke. When I joined the, the Navy itself, my recruiter was like, how many times do you smoke weed? And, I already, and I'm walking with dreadlocks when I had hair. Today? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I walked in stone as fuck. How many times do you smoke weed? Hang on a second. I can answer that question. I was earlier today. That's that's what. Right? I, yeah. Well, according to the government, now I smoked it three times. Oh, you know what? No, actually, it's only two fifteen. I, I I thought that it said uh, two twenty, but yeah, <laughs> in another five minutes, it'll be four twenty somewhere. That's always the four twenty, though. It's not always four twenty, but every every twenty every twenty minutes past the hour, every hour, it's four twenty somewhere. Or how about all use is medical use? All use is medical use. I really like that. I the the law says all use is abuse, but the reality is all use is medical use. Same, uh, except except for the one gram dab challenge, like where you're supposed to be dabbing a gram like every ten minutes or something. You know that's that's hey. recreational, man. Again, I didn't die though. No, it's it's not it's not lethal. Not a reason to put someone behind bars or ruin someone's life, or it is not. It has never been a reason to put anybody behind bars or ruin anybody's life. I mean, and if we just go by what the Democrats are saying, I mean, we still have Chuck Schumer preaching about the uh, the federal marijuana legalization as a priority in the Democrats' big bold agenda. Oh yeah, the big bold agenda from Chuck Schumer. When is this coming out? This is March second of this year, and so this is a be- brand new story out of Marijuana Moment with Tom Angel, uh, and or Angel. I'm not sure how he actually pronounces his name. Shout out to him again. Uh, please let me know how to pronounce your name. And so uh, they keep saying and they keep hinting, but then there's nothing. And then there's all this crap from uh, Biden administration, which seems like, you know, uh, pump faking on the actual uh, legalization. So uh, we don't have anything in the COVID relief bill regarding safe banking. We still don't have what the Senate said they're going to do. And also the Corona relief bill is now, I think, in the Senate. So how long is it going to be? When are we going to see anything out of Chuck Schumer regarding when they're going to release this big, bold agenda uh, of how they're going to be tackling climate change and income equality. And then, uh-oh, uh-oh. First, they're going to ta- describe their plan- plans to tackle climate change and income inequality. And then they're going to turn to cannabis. Jeez. With, with a criminal justice reform, I imagine. But yeah. I like your term, though, like the, the analogy of pump thinking, though. It just feels like every time this comes around you're like it's gonna happen everybody's gonna get out of jail hey wait a minute <laughs> hang on a second hang on a second well you know i was watching the uh, the netflix on the 14th amendment which is pretty good and then that's the one where you know the civil rights movement so like 100 years after they freed all the slaves and had the 14th amendment you know and they still hadn't acted on it and they're trying to get them to actually respect uh, their, their rights uh, for you know quality and being able to vote and all these other things. Uh, and yeah. And they were still like, you know what? We just need to be a little bit calmer and show some common sense and some reasonableness and some prudence and not be hasty here. And yeah. so let's just wait. This isn't the time to be legalizing weed or this isn't the time to be whatever advancement in society you want. 
right? No, that's a great analogy. As far as even like, because the fourth, the 14th Amendment, it's like we're seeing it right now with Georgia, where this whole uh, new uh, Jim Crow bullshit with the voting, how they're trying to limit people. It's, this is, we're watching modern day Jim Crow bullshit happen. And right. This is, it's like watching a train wreck, though. How, how do you stop this? I'm not from Georgia. But how can we help Georgians? Uh, I don't know. That's one of the things. Uh, the, the older I get, the more I think we're just in a recurrent loop. And the only thing that really changes is our, our fashion and our technology. Uh, it's just the same humans over and over and over again. Worst Groundhog Day ever. Worst Groundhog Day ever. Hey, it's almost 420. Hey, today's a day of action for New Yorkers to urge uh, the government to support MRTA. Is it the... So- Marijuana Justice Virtual Day of Action is today, March 3rd. Don't forget to contact your officials if you are joining us from New York to tell them to support the MRTA, the Marijuana Regulation and Tax Act. Dope. Totally dope. Got a minute to 420. I don't know. We have a minute to 420. We have several more seconds to 420. Uh, I don't know when we're going to see this stuff out of Schumer. See, he pledged all this stuff, but then, like, is this just all... Uh, he's he's just he's just appeasing people. He's just like, yeah, we're going to do something. We're going to do it. We're going to make a statement. It's going to be amazing. First, we're going to work on these other things. The fact that he hasn't stopped talking about that. I mean, give me some encouragement, but yo. Well, let's think about it somewhere, you know, because it's it's 20 past the hour, which means that you're joining us at. um Welcome back. Well, you know, I think the Schumer statements are coming out, too, because uh, there's that article in Marijuana Moment that Kamala Harris flip flop on marijuana again to adopt Biden's anti-legal position. Or maybe Biden's turn his, his attitude around and say, like, all right, Kamala, we might. Because now they're just saying they're on the same page. What does that mean? I don't know. According to a new Bloomberg report, VP Harris, who sponsored the Moore Act in 2019, has reportedly adopted the same position as President Joe Biden, who opposes legalization for no good reason at all. Uh, Bloomberg reported that an aide to Harris's team said that her positions are now the same as Biden's, though the source uh, asked not to not be named because the vice president hasn't announced the policy shift, which is interesting. So now we're getting uh, promises from the Senate, but now we're getting policy shifts from the uh, executive branch. So decriminalization and expungement is the favored policy of Biden, who also backs medical cannabis and modestly rescheduling the plant under federal law and letting states set their own policies on the issue. Uh, If they're going to reschedule the plant, uh, it has to be less than scheduled too, because I want that IRC 280E problem to go away. And I still need to check the tax code to ensure that it's written how it's written. Well, again, this, the scheduling is a, it's full of shit. There's no – how are you supposed to have faith in something? You know, like we want to have faith in our country and, and our rules and know that things are correct for our protections. Mm-hmm. But can't do that when you look at the idiocy and say, come on, weed is not as dangerous as heroin. How is it less – more scheduled than uh, uh, cigarettes and cannabis, uh, you know, and alcohol? There's no way. <laughs> Yeah, how is it, you know, a higher schedule than uh, than cocaine? Yes. Okay. And so now we can share my screen. And uh, let me see, is this it? 
Yes. Ah, so, well, we'll go to the videotape uh, section no, 26 U.S. Code 280E. Uh, that is expenditures in connection with the illegal sale of drugs. No deduction or credit shall be allowed for any amount paid or incurred during the taxable year and carrying on of any trade or business. If such trade or business or the activities which cry, comprise such trade or business consists of trafficking and controlled substances within the meaning of Schedule 1 and 2 of the Controlled Substance Act, which is prohibited by federal law or the law of any state in which such trade or business is conducted. And that is why they might want to reduce it to Schedule 3. At least the industry would then become more profitable. Well, and then not just profitable, then maybe we can even like have proper structure for people in prison right now, release, release, you know, have correction of our societal injustices, period. That would <laughs> you know? be right. Societal injustices is always a thing that uh, you should you should encourage. Right. I mean, justice for me is justice for you. That's how I see it, man. I don't know. Uh, so what does decriminalization and expungement look like uh, under Biden? So we're going to have to continue to wait for that. I have no idea if they're going to try to coordinate something in the Senate and also in the Biden administration. So uh, Kamala Harris spent a significant time during her own presidential campaign making the case for federally legalizing weed. But specifically, that narrative has been abandoned since she joined the Biden presidential ticket in August. I mean, it was an issue on her, her campaign trail. You know, remember the, the everybody calling her out because she talked about how she smoked weed while she was. Uh, and then they're like, yeah, but you also arrested people, you know, but she was a behind the more act. I mean, that's the last thing she did. So that's the last thing yeah, I would look it's at. Like a politician saying like, you can believe me. That's what I did. Yeah. But you also did like everything else that contradicts that. It's like you always do what's in your own best interest at whatever particular time that it suits you. You know what we call people like that? narcissists <laughs> but i just i think that kind of applies to everybody even us on on doing a podcast right like i try our best to sit here and the information the blogging the writing i've been doing just to give good information because it helps everybody else get on the same page but you know first of all i'll be like i want to just be like talking shit be like yo we give you superpowers and you can see yeah. through walls and it makes your penis bigger and it I, makes you i'm just saying like let, mm. let's just throw some shit out there let's make it all so like all the dummies yeah. will be like yeah i want that shit yeah, if you want to practice your handstands and learn how to do a handstand, the first step is actually to learn how to roll a joint because you can't do handstands while uh, you're not high. And so, like, you absolutely have to get high to learn how to do handstands. Uh, now, you see all that kind of like that's that's complete bullshit. You know, that's just chicanery. Uh, yeah, you need to do that because you're keeping yourself entertained for some of this as well. You know, yeah. it's not all about sharing information and political commentary about another one of the Harris cannabis flip-flops. She was constantly opposed to legalization and actively campaigned against the California Reform Initiative on the 2010 ballot during her time as the state's attorney general. How freaking convenient. She also co-authored an official voter guide argument stating that the measures seriously compromise the safeties of our communities, road places and workplaces. You see, it is, again, that whole lie that cannabis is dangerous and it's going to cause us to be not safe in our communities, road places or workplaces. However, in 2018, surprise, surprise, she adopted a pro-legalization stance and signed on to descheduling legalization, saying we need to start regulating marijuana. That's because we haven't thought about the children. If 
we thought about the children, we would have legalized it and started funding their schools years ago. <laughs> there's, there's no solid argument with these folks. Colorado right? thought about the children, and that's why they have uh, very well-funded schools and, and also $2 billion weed businesses. Seriously, though. I mean, you guys are not even a year into this. Uh, what are you at now? $600 million maybe? Oh, no, I think Illinois, they got pert near, if not a little bit over a uh, billion dollars for uh, total revenues in their first year. I think that's uh, adult use and medical, though. OK, but yeah. see, now you're going on to the, the new year of I imagine the revenues more increased. Uh, revenues are more increased and supply of stores is coming up because a lot of the second store locations for the first round of, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the 55 licenses that were medical dispensaries became 110 recreational dispensaries or are still becoming that. And then if, you know, everybody needs to call their uh, uh, elected representative in Illinois and tell them to vote for HB 3508, that's HB 3508. That's the one that uh, creates a second lottery provided that your your score for your application is in your 85th percentile of points available or higher. So that means that you score over 213 points and you'll be entered into a much more egalitarian and fair second lottery. Uh, So that's the one being created by your representative, right? The one who's backing it up? Yep. I mean, she's already introduced the bill. That's the one that we're uh, going to be trying to support and, and lobby for on the channel. Uh, so tune in for more of that later. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, poor Nicholas. He feels uh, he's being bamboozled once again. But, you know, we had that half billion dollar guy this Sunday. I wrote an article. I posted it to our news site as it's coming. And, you know, it still hasn't caught fire, right? We haven't refined it all the way. But we still got some news. Unfortunately, when we had that cannabis legalization news rebuild, then the guy who did the design just took that and then kind of like inserted it into another wrapper for a different builder. And I'm like, bro, nobody's going to understand how to use this. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was a little too complicated. Plus, it's also the the, the ease of search. But my point being was the article I just reposted about because I just put up my input and then i embed the video mm-hmm. um it still got at least uh, 300 hits but uh my emphasis on the article itself is like the spac represents the uh the inequality that we talk about the the social inequality right like the this guy raised half billion dollars you know at first i fucked up and said half million i was like i i, I might be able to do that if i want to but a half billion you know, he, he, the man came from generational wealth already, I, I would imagine. Right. Nothing against him, nothing bad about their company. Just It just shows the inequality of how to raise that kind of money to get into these barriers. The high barriers of entry. And then uh, somebody was asking about any words about Schumer's uh, crew on legalization. We already covered that a few minutes ago, so thanks for joining us once again. Uh, no, he's kind of saying big news coming. Uh, that was yesterday big news and then uh we'll see what that news is and when it's coming so it was big news coming but first we're gonna work on this reform and that reform so um this optimism might just be like you know he's just saying what he knows we want to hear yeah but i still think progress like with the um, merrick garland you know if you have your law enforcement not focused on it i think there's still gonna be progress gonna be made this coming up year if you want to be in the industry or if you already are well, you're up, right. And so that's 
one of the best things that could happen is the uh, non-enforcement. And, yes. and Schedule 3 is a pretty good thing as well, simply because then the industry becomes substantially more profitable. And like you don't have to do a lot. of You still will do a lot of, but you don't have to do a lot of the uh, corporate shenanigans uh, where you're moving uh, monies around pursuant to contracts. Uh, you're still going to have a lot of that. Don't get me wrong, but sure. uh, you're not going to have uh, it to the extent solely to uh, avoid that tax. But then you have to understand tax avoidance amongst uh, corporate organizations. That's what they well, do. But but if the law, if the enforcement of is taken away, and then like maybe the barrier can be lowered to the point where, as a community, maybe a community can raise a, a million or half a million. You know, there's no way a small community can. I mean, there is a way probably, but a half billion. But you can still get in with a million. Sure. It depends on the uh, the regulations and how they actually do it. But uh, there's uh, I mean, we could try to delve into like, what's the cheapest uh, legal grow that you can open and then do a budget on that just to see what it would appeal to the the person that's really got that dream of opening. And I realize that's probably going to take us to Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, and. And, and that's that's true. But then, of course, that means the problem with Oklahoma is you have to give 75 percent of your license to somebody else. Unless, of course, you know, you live in Oklahoma, then you can just have a cannabis license. Yeah. Uh, and and so for that, you know, your your light price is going to be your light price. And then you're going to still have uh, labor and uh, installation. However, if it's just not ridiculously regulated, um I'm surprised. Substantially cheaper. I'm surprised we don't see more lobbying in Oklahoma as far as breaking that barrier. I mean, we see lawsuits in Georgia and everyone else. Why not Oklahoma? I mean, Oklahoma's a pretty decent place. I'm sure you see a lot of lawsuits in Oklahoma for um, uh, busted contracts in the cannabis industry. It's like, hey, where's my 50 large? Well, I don't know where your 50 large is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but. I don't know if I told you, but when I was in Oklahoma, when we, when we did the Oklahoma uh, Hemp Fest, uh, there was guys there uh, looking for seeds before the, the beginning of the company. The guy had a, a briefcase full of money. If I had a pocket full of seeds that day, I could have walked away with a good chunk of change. And it just amazed me the kind of money that people will show up because it is predominantly cash, right? This is going to be a predominantly cash secret business for a little bit more. Yeah. But Oklahoma's prime for that. I'm surprised there's not more wealthy people trying to get their little foot in the door there to, to hide money. Uh, there, there is, and that's one of the reasons why the, uh, the 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 demand for the license. So, like you know, a good rule of thumb is 10x. Uh, the uh, state of Illinois had 40 craft grower licenses. It got 410 uh, applications. You know, and so the same with like last 2019's Mass, not Massachusetts, MD, Maryland's uh, round that they had in there. You know, they were giving away like 20 licenses. They got 200 applications, and so. Uh, there's just 10 times the amount of people that want in than available licenses right now. Great <laughs> You know, and, and to get to those licenses, to get to that point where everybody has a chance, we should probably talk more about the MORE Act. Like, what's going on with it? Yeah, what is going on with the MORE Act? So we have a summary of, at least as far as the uh, the vote details, five Republicans who said yay. And unfortunately, that one of them is Matt Gates, mm -hmm. uh, Brian Mass, Tim McClinton, McClinton McClintock. Don Young, Don Young, Denver Riggleman, and the six Democrats who said nay, 
Shame Illinois, Daniel Lipinski, Sherry Bustos. Sherry Bustos, my hey, own rep. That's a damn shame. To, and Minnesota, too, who's a recreational state. Colin Peterson. And then yep. you also have Chris Pappas from New Hampshire, Connor Lamb, Pennsylvania, and Henry Cooler from Texas. And then there's a not voting section with 34 Republicans and four Democrats. What does the not voting count as? Like, what is is it just people who show up and vote, and that's the only ones that count? Well, yeah, I mean, if you didn't vote for it, I was assuming that was an abstention. And so you just would maybe it's voted zero or it just doesn't count toward it. But, yeah. Is that a way politicians can do like just say, yeah, I don't want to have a voice in this or or I mean, this, this is a very important issue. You would think these assholes would show up. Uh, it's 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 important to us. It's not necessarily important to them. That's the thing. You know, it, like the government right now has a ban. Uh, you can't use weed if you're going to work in the Biden White House, you know? Yeah, but again, we just went through a year of turmoil with social inequity and justice and Black Lives Matter and uh, what's wrong with our nation. This is fucking it. That's yeah. it. That is. Uh, there is a wonderful ability of us to not give a damn and uh, uh, not change. Yeah. And this yeah. is why I smoke weed. Well, you know, that's one of the reasons. To deal, to deal with the uh, the whole pointlessness of it all to a certain extent. It's just like, nothing changes. I know, but I feel so much better after a protest. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. <laughs> well, it's getting better. I mean, like everything is. everything gets better at a very slow rate. <laughs> we when do we want this change? Now, when will we get it? Five, twelve years from now, and it will still have to revisit this because some people will be like, I can't believe they got away with that. We gotta limit their TAC concentrates and not give them home grows. The heck is with the limitations of the THC. These morons in the in the houses that are out there, these types of bills are sweeping, and I think there's one in Florida right now, which is about as dumb as anything I've ever seen out of Florida, which is pretty dumb, by the way. And so they're trying trying to limit the THC on flour to 10%, which makes you go, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to, are you going to cut it with like, are you going to pick it early? Are you going to create genetics where it just produces nothing? I mean, like, are we going to try to make a one-to-one blend so the THC can't get off the charts? Uh, but we're not limiting citrus. We're not limiting goddamn vitamin C in, in, in tomatoes. What is the freaking hard-on for THC concentrate, like the, the levels? Yeah. It makes you dangerous. Didn't you read the public ministry of health out of Japan says it makes you violent? Oh, yeah, that's right. Dangerous what? for society. And I got a sad face for Sweden, though. I, I, I didn't share this, I shared this last week, but we didn't talk about it. But they're going to be doing a program for recreational in their medical things. And they're limiting their shit to 30 percent. Like, how do you like I, I, I imagine they have a and again, it has to come down to the testing, in my opinion. When we talk about percentages, no matter what. It's so freaking stupid because, you know, we signed up for the, the Gangier certification from Greenflower Media. And so it starts off with Frenchie Cannoli teaching you the history of hash and then also doing like a global tour of the hash making areas uh, of the world. And then the methodologies that are employed and it's very often in the Middle East, um, Morocco included. And uh, and you see it and you're like, OK, what is hash's THC concentration? 
You know, because I mean, like if it's hand, I realize there's stickiness and there's there's other cannabinoids in there. And then there's other resins and esters. And, and it's, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the cannabis resin. But uh, you're talking cannabis resin. The principal ingredient there is probably THC, right? Seriously, though. It, and it's pure plant. We're not we're not creating some shit out of our buttholes. It, it's pure cash. It's fucking five thousand years old. So, like, you know, concentrated cannabis has been around longer than this fucking country. And so, like, you're, you're like, OK, um, why are you? Tr- well, it's stronger now. It's not like it was back then, which is not true. It's just yeah, it's just it's, it's like hearing something come out of a six year old, like the, the explanations that come out of a six year old. You're like, well, that's just stupid. Oh, right. The person's six. No wonder it, you shouldn't be thinking about it like it's an adult. It's a child, you know. And so yeah. you, you hear this child is gobbledygook come out of people in power. And you're like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking there's, you know. It's like every time there's a yearly stupid, like this year's QAnon, it's like mm-hmm. you're not shocked, too. You're like the assholes in power are speaking gibberish and dumb shit about things they don't know about or have any actual facts or, or, or understanding. Because, like, when someone spoke to Congress and said marijuana makes you fly around like a bat or makes you want to rape white women, I mean, and this is actual testament, like, oh shit, this is serious. We got to write this shit down. Like, uh, uh. uh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just don't get it, you know. Um, but eh, it's kind of what happens, right? No, it is. But I mean, you're in a legal state. I'm in a legal state. We can't smoke live on YouTube because fucking, you know what I mean? Like this, we're yeah. in this like weird upside down situation, man. Yeah, I know, we, and we can't. And so then we also try to not get banned. That's and right. um, and one of the things that you do for that is you have bumpers, which is fantastic. But uh, I uh, wanted to share this and give a shout out to these guys. I was just on the From the Stash podcast, so yeah, there's there. That's a that's a quintessential picture of me. And so uh, understanding 420 laws of the attorney Tom Howard. Just wanted to give a shout out to the the guys in the From the Stash podcast, Rob uh, Pigeons 420 and mr grow it i had a lot of fun and so go subscribe to their podcast too they have uh 5.7 subs oh 5.7 thousand subs up there and then you know they also make it into a um uh, uh, an audio podcast on buzzsprout just like we do nice yep it was it pretty is, cool i like doing the uh the side show. i might be doing one for us friday i'm gonna try and do one i'm gonna try and do a story time story time i like that I'm going to talk about, uh, um, I was on a cut video with uh, over 30 million views. And no oh, you, I am. you know what I bet would get some trends right now? If you did the, the Dr. Seuss uh, pulled from circulation pro-cannabis book, where it's like, I don't know why they pulled this one. And then it's just a whole bunch of like weed stereotypes, like all the racist weed stereotypes. You're like, man, I couldn't, what, Dr. Seuss wrote this? Wait a minute, there is a Dr. Seuss uh, uh, parody. Uh, cannabis book by an uh, activist in uh, um, uh, Canada. Uh, really? Yeah, hold on a second. Let me just give me a second before we go. <laughs> All right, you do that. I'll try to find. I'll also explain that, you know, hey, um, 
wanted to give a shout out once again to uh, the Marijuana Moment, and we signed up for their build tracking, so you can go over to it. Uh, let's see, this is just about that I go to and start for, and it's it's really really kind of fun, uh, and it helps you stay on top of all of them. So here's here's some in Washington State, for example, and then we're going to use these types of build trackings to build out our marijuana map of legality. So head on over to Cannabis Industry Lawyer, sign up for our newsletter there, and uh, and then check in on your state. If you don't see enough information about your state or the licenses that are there, for example, we have New Mexico that's coming together that we have to update content on. Pennsylvania, we have content for SB 350, which was last time's bill, but that's been updated. updated. Florida's got some interesting stuff going on, but I just don't know if any of those are going to pass or which one is the one that looks like it's most likely to pass. But uh, we're going to be using the legislation tractor on marijuana moment to kind of build out our landscape of the different types of licenses uh, that are available at our CannabisIndustryLawyer.com blog. Yeah, check this out. This is ri- this is written by uh, Dana Larson, uh, activist in Canada, uh, old hat. Uh, shout out to him. This is called Green Buds and Hash. Let me make it bigger for everybody. Green Buds and Hash. And I think he has it available for free somewhere, but it's a pretty funny damn little, you know, I will not smoke it on a boat. I will not smoke it on a train. Or I will smoke it everywhere. <laughs> Some shit like that. It's just a great little, little read. So... Yep. Yep. Yeah, I tell you, those are the kind of silly things that I think would actually work when you have, uh, I mean, there was a few trending things that if we would have hopped on, we probably would have gotten some pretty good uh, viewership, especially with the the stuff that came out of Schumer. But it was such a nothing burger of a headline. Like there was all nothing burgers of a headline, except for that Kamala Harris, like flip flop. But then you're like, okay, could have seen that coming. You know, some things are more important than others. And plus, we have real things that we have to take care of in our daily lives. So as much as I would love to, like, be here every day and just give everybody, like, a half an hour, an hour of my day. And I, and I would do that. I would if I paid my bills. Like, yo, anybody, you know, send me money, pay my bills. Hey, we do that shit every day. <laughs> but no, but you know what I'm saying. I only make 100 bucks or something, you know, every now, every now and then. They don't, they don't pay bills. I'm just here for the likes, bro. That's it, man. <laughs> but, yeah. Good shit. Awesome. Yep. It was a fairly busy week. Not that busy. The best thing about uh, this week's cannabis legalization news was it turned to March and it's actually kind of nice now. And so the, the cannabis news for March of this year, hopefully is going to continue, especially out of, I don't know, Pennsylvania, New Jersey legalizing. It was great. I think Virginia's there. They've matched their bills. And so there's probably going to be a signature uh, ceremony or some type of news out of Virginia on that. Maybe New Mexico's Senate will also pass. And so we'll be having some news on uh, New Mexico legalizing this month. New York's making the push today. We'll see on that. But well, and don't forget, um, you know, even though we're not on screen or doing whatever, you can you know, still go to the cannabis legalization lawyer. Or go to the website, and we want your nug picks. We want, uh, yeah, interaction. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Go to Cannabis Legalization News and send pics of our nug or your nugs for us, uh, so that we can use them in creating more um, uh, web pages that have pictures of weed on it. I'm all about sharing. Of course, sharing is caring. It should be. Yeah, it should be. Somebody needs to tell that to some of those corporate types. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Well. I think that's going to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Before we go, once again, if you're in New York, make sure you call Governor Cuomo and all your representatives to tell them you support 
the MRTA. Today's the day of action, so make your voice heard. All right? And that's going to do it for Cannabis Legalization News. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all Cannabis Legalization News. We'll see you on Sunday.